0: Sixteen away from eight o'clock, Duffy in after eight. It's eighteen point four degrees heading for a reasonable twenty six degrees. Paul Hayes the run home, of course, between three and five with Marto. Hayes and Marto, who actually he said at the Wildcats ball on Saturday night, he's not normally known as Marto, he's Damo. Yeah. He's not never We'd been know known
2: that for two as years Marto.
0: Years now. <laughs> anyway, Hayes, good morning.
2: Good morning, boys. We're not still talking about Damien Martin are We did uh, about a month's worth of Mardo. But happy birthday to you, great man. Thank you very much,
0: today. that's a terrific Yeah, good, good on you, mate. Hey, uh, mate, <laughs> uh, we've just had Duff in the studio and he's uh, concerned about the penalty he's going to be handed down to Sam Palpepper. He believes it could be in the realms of five and six. What's your vibe on what we can expect at the tribunal if and when he goes there?
2: Yeah, I think four weeks. I think they will send a message to everybody in the competition. We know the timing of it, it's not ideal. He had a choice, and I just think now it's on the player when they approach a contest. They can't go in with too much bigger. I don't think he meant to go in and do that, but I don't think that's going to be an excuse in season 2024. The AFL needs to crack down, and today will be the day. You should be fairly dirty, though, like if you're
1: the one being used as the... Um the one to send a message, though Hayes, wouldn't you? I mean, would you even consider appealing it if you got, if you thought you got a, a you know an excessively large sentence for the fact that they are trying to just send a message rather than
2: what the actual incident you know deserved? There is an argument for them because the tackle was swung in his direction from Willy Rioli, so we understand that, and that, that's grounds for appeal. Um, And absolutely, if they cop five and six weeks or four weeks even, they want him out there because he's such an important player for them. But I think at some point in time, the AFL has to make a stance and uh, let everybody know that if you approach a contest in that manner and there's... A incident that occurs from it, then there's going to be a significant penalty that comes your way. Paul, what do you take
0: out of the pre-season game over at MRP between the Fremantle Football Club and West Coast? One, did you like what you see in the the fallout for Fremantle? And are the alarm bells ringing at West Coast already?
2: I took nothing out of it because I promised myself going into this preseason not even to pay attention to those games because I think every single year we fall victim to doing that. Everybody's at a different stage. Like the West Coast Eagles, you know, their training block, they're not going to be as fit as some of the other teams just yet, given what we've heard come out of their organisation over the last two years where they haven't trained that hard. But this year they are training harder. But there's a catch-up effect that comes from that. And then they had McGovern out and Jack Darling, Elijah Hewitt, Dom Shee, Liam Ryan. They've got significant players out. So to measure Fremantle against them right now, I don't think's fair. The concern I've always had on West Coast is the depth. Like, they've got – they're 26, 27, I think is pretty good and will be competitive. But outside of that, they're going to cop some heavy losses, and that's where they are right now. What their Round 1 team looks like, we'll wait and see. But um, I think they – I've got them wooden spooners, to be honest. I think they'll improve on last year, but Mm. just looking at their run, their first eight or nine games, I just can't see where the wins are going to come from. So then it's hard to measure Frio. They're working on a few different things. Their midfield looks really strong. It's as, I think, as good a depth as any other team in the competition right now with, you know, some good players likely to miss out. I'm talking about Erasmus. Maybe O'Meara may even miss out. Jeremy Sharp, I reckon he missed a big trick on the weekend with his illness. He had to play because now... I reckon Longley would be thinking, OK, can I put a mirror on the wing? Did O'Driscoll do enough? Can Matty Johnson go through those positions? So make makes it harder for him. But their forward line connection was a bit better. But still a bit of a watch, and I'd love to see him against the quality opposition this week in Port Adelaide. You talk about
1: the depths, Goss, and I did our Eagles' best 23 and Fremantle's best 23. It was a lot easier doing West Coast's best 23, and that uh, comes down to the depth. They're going to have some serious uh, competitiveness for spots at Frio, I believe, which is a great thing. But all the talk, mate, and that Fife, he's back. He's bigger and better than ever, and he's fit, and he's, well, he's had a great pre-season. He's going to be the saviour again, which your take on it, mate.
2: It seems he's got his confidence back. Like, the Stars always want to be the number one. I said this yesterday on the run home, but, you know, for so long, he rolls up, he's fit and firing, and he's the best player in the competition. Over the last couple of years, what I noticed from him mentally coming back from that time out was comments like, oh, I've got to fit into the system. I'm no longer the number one. This is Brayshaw. This is Sarong's team. But I think now, given the preparation he's had, I reckon he's had a switch in his mindset to say, hang on, I'm Nathan Five still. I can still be the king of this competition. And I reckon Justin Longmuir has instilled that in him as well. And I think it was really good evidence that he started inside the centre bounce where most thought, and I thought he might be the fourth one who starts on the bench, comes on for Hayden Young and rotates with the other players. But he started on the inside. And I see no reason now to believe that he can't get back to his very best. He was good on the inside. I think the rest will come. The marking, the goal kicking will come as the season progresses.
0: Hey, Hayes, tomorrow, uh, Scotty and I have done some uh, homework and uh, we are going to do our what we call season predictions. It's tried not to be a little bit obvious, but, okay, I'm going to quick fire ones and you you can pass if it's a bit too hard because it's really short notice for you. Um, Which team worries you the most without having seen them all? Which team worries you the most right now? Richmond. Which which player uh, has the most pressure on them to perform this year, where the club relies or the team will rely on them greatly?
2: Oh, pass.
0: Which headline will we see at some stage this year?
2: Uh, oh, AFL not doing enough on concussion. Yeah,
0: I think concussion's going to be a big one. What rule or moment will command the most notice? Do you think the head the head knock again? And which nobody will be somebody by the end of the year. You're going to whack
1: someone here and then give him a call don't you? Yeah. Someone that's Um, much good. (laughs) Campbell Chesser. Thank you. I'm a believer. You are too. He's turned you around, Campbell Chesser. I'm a believer on
0: Campbell Chesser. I reckon there's enough there to, to go by. Yeah, I do. My headline, and I can just give you a bit of a taste. My headline will be, along the lines of VFL no longer. VFL struck out with the AFL line through it because I firmly believe six of the eight teams at the end of the year going to the finals will be non-Victorian.
2: Yeah, they're not bad, boy. The other thing I hoped will happen is the, the bottom end come up and, yep. you know, we have a really close competition where we see seven wins from some of those teams down the bottom, and the top really only getting 13, 14, and 15 wins. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. And, uh, hey, uh, Scotty and I were just talking. I think West Coast can win three of their first nine. If everything goes according to plan, and Flynn's out, Flynn's out is big already because that just changes their their big stocks already. But I reckon they can get three out of nine, and and therein lies a successful start to the year because they only won three games last year, and they're very young. Who's the three? Yeah, I'm not going to dice. No, I'm not, not, not gonna, no, I'll no. give that tomorrow, Paul. Hey, Paul.
1: <laughs> you don't ask the questions. You're being interviewed right now. Paul, can I ask you, <laughs> what, you
0: what you've got with Marto? Yes. What you've got with Marto after <laughs> three o'clock today? <laughs>
2: Uh, we've just got up, of uh, We like to plan and have our meetings at about 9.30 in the morning. We oh, put it all together, table it. Everybody gets a say oh, on yeah. our show. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's great news for you blokes too, to be honest. Like, you've been working hard for the promotion, back to five days a week. Love it.
0: Thank you. Yep, looking forward to it. Look at it starts so on March 11 on Mondays. Can't wait to be talking footy. Oh. And uh, you'll be a, a big part of it too, Hayes, and uh, coming in at 6 o'clock on a Monday. So it's going to be tough for you,
1: but uh, we, look <laughs> to, we look forward to hearing you. Hey, keep your phone on today too. <laughs> <laughs> a couple
0: of calls coming your way. Good on you, mate. Thanks for joining us. Love your work, boys. 3 5 in the run home. Uh, we'll take a break and come back and wrap things up. 26 degrees. It's currently 19 today. And Murray from Cottesloe. Nobody to somebody. Oscar McDonald. Oh. Thank you, Murray. I like it. That's I like right, it. Man. 04877 36736 if you want to text in. Scotty and Goss.